Hi everyone and welcome to All Wakey Aren't We? I'm Cy Boyle and this is my review of our match against Harrogate Railway Athletic. 6th of January, Wakefield AFC 1, Harrogate Railway 2. In front of a bumper crowd of 523. Good crowd for the day. The starting 11, and I'll come to the reasons for this when I do my review. There's uh, a few uh, players that were absent and a few new players coming in. In goal, Henrik Hendrick. The back four, uh, on the right, Eddie Busfield. Centre-backs, Jack Durkin, Jack Kenny. And at left-back, Aaron Pilkington. In midfield, Joel Spence and Jaden Sandu. Attacking midfield, Mason Ruby, Cameron Barnett and Seb Losa. And up front, Jake Morrison. Substitutes used, Danny Ewell and Brad Green. So... Harrogate Railway got the 2-1 win overs in this one. Another disappointing afternoon at Bellevue, or the Be Well Support Stadium as it's now known. Uh, unfortunately, um, a bit like you, the match that we had just before Christmas against Armthorpe, um, just didn't manage to get the win again. Um, means now we've only picked up four points from the last 12, and all that after going for a 13-match unbeaten run. So it's been quite the the drop-in form, um, and I listened to Gabe's post-match interview on the club's media, um, where he was talking about sort of the lack of intensity, and I don't think what he said, lack of passion, but there was just a lack of fight compared to Harrogate. To be fair to Harrogate, they really battled hard, and stifled us with a high press, which we failed to um, work out. It isolated Jake Morrison up top quite a lot, and every time we got the ball, they had two people closing it down. Um, and they looked like a really good side. Not not the sort of team that's that's mid-table like they are, unfortunately. Uh, more probably like the Harrogate that we saw last season um, before they've been through all the turmoil and changes uh, that they have been. Because if you didn't know, that the manager that they had last year went to another club and took quite a lot of the squad with them. So... They've got a young squad that they're moulding into the new Harrogate Railway Athletic. And um, I think if they perform like they did on Saturday more regularly, um, they'll definitely, if not this season, then next, they'll definitely be back up there again. So the changes for the team, as I said, um, there's quite a few force changes because we had uh, Callum Charlton at left back was suspended meaning that Aaron switched to left-back uh, and Eddie came in on the right-back position. we still got Nathan Hawkehead injured and obviously Ben Gelder got that shoulder injury, which will keep him out for a while in the last uh, in the last game against Selby. Uh, Ollie Rodriguez-Green was away, uh, I think, with family in Spain because uh, uh, he's he's, he lives over there part-time and, and, and over here, so um, I think he was going back to see his family over there. So it meant a few changes to the team. It was Jake's first start since the 3rd of October um, as he's trying to get back to full fitness and back in the side and he played the full 90 minutes. And it also pushed 
with um, with Oli not playing, Sebelosa went onto the wing rather than a central position that he's been used to, and Cameron Barnett came into that midfield role. So a bit of shuffling round to try and cope, and especially down that left side. I said in my match preview that, that it could be an area that we'd struggle um, to create as much as we usually do, and it shows how much with having Callum and Ollie on that left like we usually do, they work so well together, and Aaron and Mason on the right, that when we, we take a couple of those out and change things round, um, it just didn't present us with as many chances as we had previously. They took the lead early, um, fairly early in the game. We'd had a couple of chances before that, but nothing glaring. Jake had had a, a header wide, um, unfortunately. And unfortunately for him, he didn't have many other chances in the game. Um, he was, like I said before, he was isolated a lot and just didn't get enough service to be able to do anything uh, anything with it whenever he did get the ball. Um, I think it was he was chasing wide to, to get onto the ball uh, and trying to get the ball into somebody in the middle, but it just didn't work out for us. But as I say, it was uh, 14 minutes when they took the lead. I put him in notes it was down to a bit of poor officiating. I mean, in terms of the goal itself, it wasn't. Um, but Harrogate were given a free kick back down in sort of their left back area, which never was a free kick um, from where we were stood. And from then they broke really fast. Uh, a gap opened up between the centre-backs and their guy was one-on-one with Henry and managed to slot it past him. There's not, nothing much really Henry could do about that one. But we fought back straight away and we thought with this, okay, we've, we've pulled a goal back, we can try and build on it, but we just didn't, unfortunately. Um, I think it was, sorry, it was about seven minutes later when Cameron Barnett forced, uh, first of all, it was him that tipped the ball, forced the keeper to tip it over for a corner. From the corner, we managed to work the ball um, to Jaden, got past a couple of players, found Seb out wide. And his low cross was tapped in by Cameron uh, for his sixth Wakefield goal. In fact, just it was just before that as well. Henry had made a great save one on one again, so it could have been actually two nil before it was one one. But we'd levelled it and thought we were going to build on that, and we just struggled to get into the game. Uh, the day was even worse when obviously we're talking about players that we were missing. We then lost Seb to a, what looked like a hamstring injury. Um. And that's going to be a few weeks for him now out. So Brad Green came in, came in at left back, which meant that we, we shuffled things around a bit. And Ed, I think Aaron went back to right back and Eddie went to the wing. So it was all all change again, 20 minutes into probably a game where we'd already adapted our style of play once and had to do it again. And we just never really got going. Um, in fact, even then, it was Harrogate again who was near, nearest ones to taking the lead when they hit the post just before half-time. In the second half itself, I didn't make many notes at all, uh, not through laziness. <laughs> I was watching the game, but there just wasn't that much to write about. It was just very back and forth. We were struggling to get any penetration. Um, we did have a couple of chances from free kicks uh, that Jaden had one went round the wall and hit the side netting and the, some of the fans over on that side had thought it had gone in um, 
and cheered and then realised it hadn't. It just hit the side netting, unfortunately. And his second one clipped the post. I thought I, from the end that I was at, which is opposite end, I thought it was a save. So I might have got a corner from it, but no, it was actually clipped off the post. So two free kicks where we had chances, but there was very little else um, of danger that we managed to create. And like I say, we just we seemed to be second to every loose ball. And every time we had the ball, there was a couple of players closing us down. And with the way they were playing the high press, we could probably have done with trying to play over the top. And I don't know if we just didn't do that because we don't like going direct or if it just wasn't the players making the runs to get into the areas. Um, but we just didn't didn't adapt to, to Harrogate's style, unfortunately. Henry also kept it kept us in the game in the in the, in the second half uh, for quite some time uh, with a couple another couple of good saves, but unfortunately, um, it was his foul which gave away the penalty, which got them the winner on eighty three minutes. There was quite a scramble in the box, and a loose ball that he'd he'd, he'd gone to try and get onto this ball that was moving around in the box, and as he did so, caught one of their players. Um, not blaming for it, it happens. But unfortunately, um, our lack of clearing the ball um, led to a position where we could get give away a penalty. Pretty pretty similar, really, to the Horbury penalty that, that got the equaliser there. Rather than just getting rid of the ball, we tend to try and pass out or something you know, and, and work it out from the back. And I know sometimes you don't want to give the ball away, but sometimes you just want someone to get on the end of it and boot it. <laughs> either into Rosette or 80 yards down the field. Um, but yeah, upstepped their striker, penalty taker, whatever he was, to slot past Henry and give us our second defeat in the last few weeks. So all in all, not a great day. Um, despite I mean, the, the success of the day was 523, because we've not seen those sort of numbers when it's not been a local derby before. Uh, and quite a lot of those from Harrogate as well that came over for the game. Um, but I think it shows how our Wakefield support is continuing to grow. Um, we just need to keep our our push off the field. Oh, sorry, our push on the field. Um, keep that going to match it. Having lost, we now do drop out of first place in the league. And I wonder psychologically if that might help us. Sometimes if you if you're top and you're looking at other people chasing you, you have that pressure of being at the top. Maybe we won't have that now. I don't know. Um, we're third now behind Parkgate and Shirebrook. Although we've do have Parkgate have still got four games in hand us, but we've got a game on Shirebrook. So there's a real mismatch of of teams on how many games they've played at the moment, uh, which probably won't be evened out until near the end of the season. Uh, and behind us, we've still got Retford United, Beverley, and Wormwell. So it looks like you've got, unless there's a real surge from someone from seven, which is Horbury, up and, and down, you're looking at six teams going for five places, a title win, and four playoffs. So if it's six teams, someone's going to miss out, and we need to make sure it's not us. We could have done with that win. Obviously, we always could do with a win. But uh, it was our last home game for a while. Um, we've now got four consecutive away Saturdays. So it would have been nice to sign off 
um, with a win, but it wasn't to be. Next Saturday, uh, we face Yorkshire Amateur, which is in Leeds, um, in the Chapel Ollerton area, I think it is. Uh, then we've got Retford FC, Claycross and Glass Houghton in the three successive Saturdays after that. Um, so now we're going to have to start picking up some points on the road. We have done before, but um, yeah, we're going to have to be coping with other people's pitches and conditions and try and make the most of that. And let's see if all those games are on because we know what January is like for having uh, cancellations. But to quote the old phrase that we've we've used before, we go again. It's one game. Um, let's put this rough patch of, of form behind us. We seem to have blips. We had one at the start of the season. And then a couple, few weeks into the season, we had another little blip. Then we had a successful run. Now we've had a little bit of a blip over the Christmas New Year period. And now we need to start fighting again. Putting the three points back every week. And uh, getting back in this title push, or at least a promotion push. But that's all I've got to say on this match. Um, and uh, hopefully have something better to report next time. Please feel free, as always, to follow us on X and on Facebook at All Wakey Aren't We. Thank you again for listening and supporting the podcast. I'm Cy Boyle, and we are All Wakey Aren't We. <laughs>